let's do this. Right, well, welcome. If you are listening to me now, appreciate you. Thank you. I'm extending a, a warm uh, appreciation for everybody that's uh, been supportive of me on the way. You are listening to Master Chris Malarkey on the first episode of the Mastery Podcast uh, here at the uh, lovely studio, a shared universe located in Eatontown. New Jersey. I am a fifth degree black belt in traditional Taekwondo, and I'm here to lend my fighting lens and my perspective to you. Uh, so welcome, welcome uh, to all my listeners out there. I am joined today by professional kickboxer, Muay Thai fighter, martial artist, father, friend, all of the above, uh, <laughs> none other than Mr. Dwayne Holman Jr., welcome, welcome to the podcast. What's up, my brother? I could not have started this first episode uh, any other way, and it worked out. It really did. We were yeah. originally supposed to be on here last weekend. Um, we rescheduled for this week, and uh, it worked out perfect. So we had a, a nice like hour. We had our own podcast in the car before we got here. Yes, right. And yes, then we and, nice now, and now we're here. So we we tested out. Uh, our ability to talk and we uh, we exceeded the hour drive here easily. <laughs> so we, we should have no problems today. Um, but yeah, man, welcome. Tell me uh, how's that? We haven't seen you. I don't think I don't think I've seen you since high school, maybe uh, here and there. But I've been hearing you, but I've been hearing yeah, about you. Yeah. I've been seeing you out there. So tell us what the life of a professional kickboxer is like. Oh, professional man. kickboxer. Um, let's hear about it. Let's man. see. How can we do this? Yeah, uh, let's say life let's... of a professional kickboxer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's amazing. I mean, I, I love life, period. So even if I wasn't a fighter, I'd still be enjoying myself and enjoying my kids and, and the family aspect and everything like that. So, Beautiful. you know, um, fighting is just <sighs> I wouldn't even know how to put it like it, it's obviously it's my way of life. Um I've been doing it my whole entire life and it's just it's just amazing. When did you have your first tell them when you had your first first fight? Was it in the <laughs> was it in the ring or was it uh, was it on the street? Um where my, was your first my fight? First my first fight uh was a sparring session, actually, you could kinda of say. So gotcha. um, <laughs> my mom's side of the family, you either play football, box, or wrestle. Gotcha. Those are the options. Th that's it. It's, it's, it's either you do that or nothing. I like them already. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my uncle, who was like my dad, um, I found out that he boxed and I was like three or four and I went to go watch him fight and I seen him in the gym and stuff like that. So I was like, I want to do it. You know, he was Superman to me. So anything he did, I was like, I, I, I'm in. Bet. Like, I don't mm -hmm. care. If he said he was jumping off the roof, I, I'm going. Let's go. <laughs> so, um... Finally, uh, he was like, listen, you know, you can't do it now. You're too young. Uh, when you turn five, I'll take you to the gym. But, of course, in, like, true macho fashion, you know, like in, in man old school, he's like, listen, uh, if I take you there and you start crying or anything like that, I'm pulling you. Out. You're out. That's it. <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. Right. You, you know what? You're not going to embarrass me. Yada, yada. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's go. So uh, he tells everybody, well, he told everybody, you know, may God rest his soul, he passed away. But he used to tell everybody, like, I thought he was going to forget. So I turned five and I was like, so we out? We going to the gym? Like, what's up? <laughs> so uh, we go to the gym. And first thing he does, he, he goes over to um, James Mazzone. We call him Tier. He also was a pro fighter, but he helped train me as well and was running the gym. So he goes to James and he's like, give me one of your best kids, like one of your best fighters. So at that time, it was uh, my my really good friend, Victor Valenzuela. We call him Pelon. He's a pro boxer. Uh, he retired now, but he was a pro boxer. And then my boy, Glenn Tapia. Glenn Tapia, who is, he was the NABF 
uh, champion at 154. He's a monster. He still fights now to this day. He's a beast. But um, they threw me in the ring with them, and they just, like, beat the living <laughs> hell out of me. <laughs> like, like these are kids that were in the gym every day training and, and, and fighting and stuff like that, and they just, they, like, put a whooping on me. There's, so no, I, there's no fairy tale stories in, when it comes to fighting, fighting. especially no, when you start none, off, right? No, no, I just want to dispel that myth there's, right there's, now. There's okay. no way that, you know how people try and give you that story like, oh yeah, I came in and I was just a natural. No, you yeah. weren't. <laughs> like, you tell a lie. There's right. no way, there's none of that. Like, it, was, it wasn't happening. So, um, I got cracked in the nose and my nose looked like a murder scene. You see the beaker I got on me right here. You can't, for those that are watching, you right. see this thing, you can't miss That's this. That's real. That's so, real. So he, he, I got cracked. Mm. It looked like a crime scene. I looked at my uncle. I looked back at Pallon and I was just like, it's on. And, right. and we started fighting. From there, my uncle was like, okay, cool. We got something going. Um, then throughout the summertime, growing up, just being at my grandmother's house and like us being family and us always there and stuff like that, I, I started noticing like my uncle had like, wrestling trophies so i was like all right well i want to wrestle now too so then he got me into wrestling and then it just took off from there um i went to lehigh for a little bit tried to wrestle out there got into some trouble got sent home gotcha. when i got sent home i went to burton community college at burton community college mike Masenzio, who's a ufc fighter uh he was the wrestling coach so I was there wow. did wrestling for a little bit same thing school just wasn't for me gotcha. so um mike is like why don't you stop being here airhead like you <laughs> box and you wrestled your whole entire life right. like why don't you just try and do mma so i was like all right cool and then uh from there it was on like why wasn't that your initial i guess your initial direction like why did you did you lack confidence in in like the i guess you knew what the journey what the journey would take to get you there because not everybody that wants to be a fighter that's good at fighting or at least as good at fighting in the beginning can make it professionally, right? Yeah. Like, how? What's the percentage of people that fight and then are think they're good at fighting or relatively good at fighting, and then it feels like that it's almost like a triangle that number keeps dipping down lower yeah. and lower. Um, with me, it was uh, I, I should have like thought about going pro, but like right. I always had, even though I was bugging out in school, but like I always had that like. You graduate high school, you go to college, right. and then from there, then you figure out what you want to do when and, you graduate and that, college. And that was the so, fam way the family was set up. That was the way up. the family right. was set up. Right. So, so the family was like, that's cool, you box and you wrestle, but what are you going to do if you don't make it? Academically, So that's yeah. why I was like, all right, like I got to I gotta get an education, I got to do this. But like, it just, I was just, a, I was a terror. I was a nightmare. <laughs> like, there was, there was no way, like, I was going to, like, graduate. Like, it just, like, I, I graduated high school by, like, the skin of my teeth. You understand? Like, like, we went to the same high school, too. Exactly. Like, like, like. Like if it wasn't for me trying to keep up with you guys or like my mom dragging me by my right. ears, like I yep. don't even think I would have made it through high school. So it was just like in college when when Mike Masenzio said it to me, like he wasn't he wasn't saying it like to be a jerk off, but like he was just like, dude, like why continue to keep wasting your parents' money if this isn't what you want to do right now? Not saying that you can't come back to it later on right. in the future, right. but like this isn't what you want to do right now. So find a job, get into a gym train have a couple fights make some money see where it goes right if you if you make it you make it and if you don't you don't so um yeah so like i from there i uh started trying to train with him at his gym but at that point i wasn't driving so catching the bus and all that right. stuff was a nightmare living the lifestyle though that yeah. lifestyle of a fighter <laughs> yeah so um so then uh that's when um I found Team Endgame over in Lodi. Okay. So at that point I had an apartment out there in Lodi. So that was literally 
right down the street. Beautiful. So I was going there. I was training. Had a couple amateur fights. Um, and then I was like, eh, I'm over this. I'm going to go back to boxing. Like, gotcha. I'd rather box. Like, right. I, I like throwing my hands. Right. Then I went to boxing for amateur a couple more times. And then I was just like, all right, I need to make money. But with boxing, they're like, listen, I think, you know, you really haven't won, like, five Golden Gloves tournaments or anything like that. Like, I actually took second in the Golden Gloves. Like, that was the, the highest that I've ever gotten. I, I've won the Diamond Gloves twice for New Jersey, but I've never... I've, wow! Yeah, shout I've out, never, shout out, shout I've out never you. won the Golden Gloves. So, right. so like with them, they were just like, dude, like you haven't even won the Golden Gloves, but you're trying to go pro, right? Like you need to get some some backing behind you. You need gotcha. to train a little more. And with me, I was just hard headed. Like I just, I was like, I want money. So then I went back to MMA. When I went back to MMA, same thing. I had a couple more amateur fights, and I was like, all right, I'm ready to go pro. Right. So everybody in my gym was going pro, but I was the only one that they were like making stay amateur understood so i'm like yeah. why are you guys doing this moving to me? on without me yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. what like why what the hell so then finally like i sat down and i had a real conversation with my coach and he was just like listen bro like he's like you know like i get it your uncle was always there for you but he's not here right now and right. it's me who's coaching you right so with that being said like you're still partying and ripping running the streets you're still doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff like I was coming into the gym smelling like liquor. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that's a no-no. St staying out from the night before and yep, stuff. Like, yep. so it was just like, what? Like, you're trying to go pro, right? Can't. How? Right. How are you going to do that? Discipline. Yeah. Discipline like, what, what are you doing? There. Yep. So, um, finally, I was like, well, if you're not going to do this, I'll do it by myself. Right. So I, I uh, turned pro. I found a fight. I started training in Hoboken at the UFC gym. But the same thing. Those were. Those were. I would cross train with them. So they were always my boys and I was always cool with them. Um, and the coach that was there, Rich Van Houten, he was like, listen, I'm not going to baby you. I want what's best for you, but I'm not going to baby you. So if right. you don't have that mindset to be in the gym and train, you can, I'm not going to find fights for you. Right. You can find all the fights you want. And I'll go to the gym. I'll go to the card or, or the fight with you or whatever the case may be. You're the one that has to get in there. You lose. That's on you. Right. So then I, I like I, this guy already. I need yeah. to meet this guy. I like this guy. <laughs> so then I, I lost as a pro with MMA. I like I went from amateur having eight wins and two losses to then like I lost my first like four pro fights back to back. Wow. Like back to back. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, and, and at the pro level, when you lose consecutively, like it's almost like, I mean, at least from the outside looking in, because I've never went pro, but. I always wondered what it would be like, but looking from the outside, and I feel like we always cast a stigma on someone that's losing. Oh, yeah. One, you lost once, like all right, like okay, you know, you lost twice, uh, lost three times. Uh, you think about retiring. Oh yeah, you know and, what I mean. And, no matter and, how and, young or, the guy or, is, or, or, or how not young even, the girl or not even thinking about retiring, or, but it's just like, also one of those things where it's like, oh wow, he lost four times back right. to back in a like, row, in a row. That's huge. And not even, not even like winning a pro fight. Like you lost all four of your first pro fights right like, and the first so, ones so yeah. Now, yeah exactly so now so now it's like so now it's like all right well you're a journeyman now right so, so now i got some stud who had 12 amateur fights and right. he's about to make his pro debut or he's a undefeated pro six and oh and they're like right. well you can fight him you're right so now they're right. like feeding you Just to the wolves throw you to the so end. you kind of got to like try and figure it out from there so then when that happened i was like all right you know what you know, forget it. Maybe boxing, uh, uh, MMA isn't for me. Gotcha. I'm gonna go to boxing. So I went to boxing. I was my pro record as a boxer. I'm three and one. So I won my first three fights, and then 
my other fight, my my last fight that I had, I was the same thing. I went back to that whole partying and, and doing the BS lifestyle, lifestyle or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, I got stopped bad. And I'll never forget, uh, I got clipped with a left hook in the beginning. Of, we, can, we can curse and Of talk course anyway. you can. Okay, all right, cool. So, so I got clipped with a left hook. And I I literally hit on my ass, boom! And I look over to the left, and my mom, like you know my right. mom, bro. Uh, yes. My mom is a thoroughbred. Yeah. So I look over at my mom. Shout out to mommy. <laughs> I look I look over at my mom, and my mom goes, "Don't look at me. You better get the fuck up and fight." <laughs> <laughs> so at that so at that point, I was like, "Oh shit! Like I'm really right. in a fight. Like right. who, what the fuck?" That's so real. That's up. real though. That's yeah, real. That's real. real. So I got up, mm. and then um. I fight ended, I lost, got my ass kicked, and I was just like, that discouraged me. Right. So I was like, fuck, all right, like, what am I gonna do? So normally people will have a wake up call and they'll bounce back and be like, all right, I gotta stay focused, I gotta get in the gym, yada, yada, yada. Not me. So <laughs> <laughs> me, I I learned things the hard way. And like, uh, also like at that point, my uncle, um, he, is a fireman, well, was a fireman, yep. and he had three kids of his own. So it wasn't mm. the same like when I was a kid, how he was on me 24-7. Right. He had my cousins that he had to look after as right. well. So he was still there, and he would talk to me and be right. like, yo, you're doing this, you're doing that, like you're bugging, you need right. to, you know, but it wasn't the same. He didn't have the same amount of time to give to Give to, to me Got like you. he did. Understood. Yeah, exactly. Understood. So then um, finally I was like, oh, man, like, you know what, I'm going to just work, and then I'm going to figure it out. So I started working. Then I started hustling, went down the wrong road, you know, all the all the the stupid stuff that you're not supposed to do. Right. Got in trouble. Um, did some time for a little bit. Came home. When I came home, then it was just like, all right, I'm gonna get back into fighting again. Maybe that'll keep me out of the streets. Maybe that'll keep me from partying and doing all the stupid stuff, you know. Right. And I'm gonna work and yada yada. So I did that and I worked, but then I was still partying. Gotcha. Like I was still partying, and then I was like, all right, you know what? I I, I tried boxing. I tried MMA. I, was, I, I did karate for a little bit. Right. You know, let me dabble in kickboxing right. and see how it goes. So now at this point, I'm in, I'm in the mix. I can't go back to amateur. Right. I already fought pro in MMA you're and stuck. boxing. You're, I'm stuck. you're there's stuck. No, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So right off the rip in kickboxing, like in Muay Thai, rather, I should say, because I started out with Muay Thai. Gotcha. Um, Muay Thai, I got thrown right in. Boom. So it was like, all right, I want to fight. So I lost my first four pro fights back to back in Muay Thai, same thing like MMA. So I was like, damn, am I really like, at this point now I'm at rock bottom. Bills aren't getting paid, Right. you know, my kids gotta eat, Right. like, and I'm like- Naturally, yeah. yeah. So at that point I'm like, all right, I, I don't wanna go back to hustling. Maybe I should just work two jobs and just call it quits. Right. So I started working my two jobs. I was working at Ikea and Starbucks. Gotcha. Um, shout out to Starbucks. Star still, shout out to Starbucks. Still, still there. Still there. Shout out to About Starbucks. About to be a store yeah. manager. Still there. Just saying. Just saying. Love Starbucks. <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Um. So yeah. So like, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, what am I gonna do? Right. So now I'm at Ikea. Um. And one day, my Muay Thai coach <clears throat> and my uncle come to Ikea, and they're like, "Are you finished being a shithead?" So I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Like. Taken exactly back by we, that, yeah. you're like, oh. Like, what are you talking about? And like, exactly what we just said. Are you finished being a shithead? We're going to get into the gym. You're going to do things our way. Because my Muay Thai coach, same thing. Like, gotcha. I've known him my whole life. And he's, shout out, you know, crew Augie. Love you, man. Changed my life. Miss you, brother. Much respect. Much respect. <laughs> um, But same thing. Uh, knew most of my life. And he was just like, listen, you, you're talented. And my uncle was like, I'm here. 
I'm not going to be the head coach. Right. But I'm going to be a corner. I'm present. Man. Yeah. I'm present. I'm going to be a corner man every fight. I'm going to wrap your hands. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Right. Then I got into the gym. Um, our gym, we got into a bigger space. All of my boys, all my teammates that were there at this point, I'm the only one that's pro. Everybody's still amateur, but they train like pros. So I, I, I also want people to get that stigma out of their head yeah. too. Because everybody thinks like, oh, because you're an amateur and I'm a pro, we're on a different level. Nah, we have the same goal. We right. have the same thing. Like these right. amateurs are trying to become pro and get where you're at. Correct. I've seen some amateurs put hands on professionals. On professionals. I, I have too. I have too. I've <laughs> you know seen it, I've, I've seen Because they're, they're hungry. They, yeah, exactly. Because they're hungry. I've seen some amateurs put hands and feet yeah. on professionals. So yep. um, we got back in the gym, started yeah. training. Uh, my teammates were there pushing me every step of the way, on my ass. Like if if I missed a day of practice, there had I, I Phone had calls, to have text a, messages. Yeah, I had to, to have. I, I better have a damn good excuse of why I missed it. Right. If not, they were pulling up. Yo, get your ass in the car. Right. We're going to practice. Right. Um, How long are practices? Pro and a, and a pro pro amateur practices. When you walk into uh, the, like, what's a typical day when you get into the gym? How much time do so, you set aside? So uh, practice starts at with us. We trained at night because we fight at night. Gotcha. So with us, practice would go from eight to nine. Okay. And then after practice was over, we would spar for maybe like half an hour, forty okay. minutes, not even get gotcha. a couple rounds in. Um, and then from there, it was like until we when, felt like leaving. Whenever you felt like stopping. <laughs> whenever gotcha. we felt like leaving. Gotcha. So if my teammate was in there and he was like, yo, I'm holding pads for you tonight, that pads could be Whatever. 20 rounds or it could be five rounds. Right. It could be five five-minute rounds. Right. You know, it, it it's all depending. No expectations, No expectations. Though, it's just we're going to get in here and put this work in. Because also like my, my, my coach was a cop as well. Okay. So like our training days, even though the gym was open Monday through Sunday, our training days were Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Like Tuesdays were the days that we would go in and it was like, all right, well, I'm just going to do some bag work today, like right. light drilling or something, shadow box. Just if you wanted to get your weight down and just move, same right. thing with Thursdays. But like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, those are the heavy like days. those are the, like we're getting it be, in. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Let's do this. Got it. So, um, yeah. Uh, do you and, guys do you guys run? You guys like want like you guys yeah. with the warm ups like you guys run, run miles, sprints, all that. miles, all that stuff. Gotcha. Putting in the work. Um, Beautiful. And then uh, the big break for Muay Thai is when you get signed for Lion Fight Muay Thai. Okay. Right. So that's like in the states. That's where you want to be signed to. Like that's the promotion you want to fight for. That's where you want to make your name. That's where all the big Muay Thai fighters and everything like that. So gotcha. me being a kid from Jersey, you don't really hear about Muay Thai fighters and especially Montclair, New Jersey. Like right. Montclair, I'm I'm the only professional fighter out of Montclair. Which is a huge deal. You can say that again <laughs> if you want to. Say that again one more time. Yes, for I us. am the only professional fighter out of Montclair, New only. Jersey. Only. Period. Much only. respect thank to you, brother. You, Much, you, respect. You. Much respect. Much <clears throat> respect. Um, so like I lost those four fights in a row, and then out of nowhere, Lion Fight calls us. So when they call us, they're like, oh, yeah, we got this kid. Uh, he's an MMA fighter just like you, blah, 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 blah. But, like, we're not idiots. Right. I, I know you think that he's, <laughs> like, he, he's supposed to be a stud or he's the right. next best thing. You know right. what I mean? And even with his MMA fights, he was a stand-up guy. They're bringing him in to get you out of there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Exactly. Mm. So little do they know, 
I've been doing this my whole life. Right, you ready? You ready to do it? <laughs> like I'm ready to go <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, like let's let's do this. Like, all right, cool. Like, it, it, like I may not be able to kick with the best of them, but if right. I, I know for a fact, if I start letting these things those go, those hands are ready. Those hands oh are ready. yeah, <laughs> I'm a man. You can cancel Christmas. It's over. <laughs> so, so I was like, if if I I was like, listen, I, like I always have a puncher's chance. I know that for a fact, and yes. it's been that way since I was a kid. What's your What's your strategy when you go? And that's a good segue. What's your strategy with I know you're, you said you're more natural with your hands than you are your feet, even though your feet, I would say it's almost backwards because your feet were responsible for so much of how effective your hands can be. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes, so yes, it's yes, like yes, so yes. your footwork's not not to be played with either. Yeah. So how would you how would you say, I guess, if you're going to fight somebody, what's your what's your natural strategy when you go in versus anybody? Because I guess there's a different I have a different lens on how I look at people from an amateur's perspective. I think it's more like, can I? Can I handle the person in front of me? Maybe, and then you start going through the process. But as a professional or as a trained expert in your field, it's more like looking at how you can take apart that person, right? So that POV. With 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 me, my my point of view, um, I'm very very superstitious. Okay. <laughs> so every time that I've sat back and I've like watched my opponent or saw them, I've lost. Got you. So with me, I'm like. I don't give a shit. You do the Floyd Mayweather thing. You don't, <laughs> don't watch no footage. I don't watch no footage. No footage. No. Gotcha. I leave that to my coaches right. and my uncle. Because they can also get in there and change exactly what they've been doing that exactly. night up to that night. Look what Floyd did against Conor McGregor. Came forward the whole night. Yes, I've right. had I've had guys that like I've seen them throw a thousand kicks around. Right. And then they've got in there to fight me, and then they've been like, two, well, three. two three, and then they they want to test their hands. Right. And then I'm like, but you mentally prepared those all that time for. A particular thing exactly. in mind, and it does make it does make a difference exactly. what you have like, in your head. Like even more so, like I'll put it to you like this. So like um, with MMA, right? Just to backtrack a yeah. little bit. So with MMA, as a as a pro, I have a terrible record. But like the losses that I have, I was preparing for this like style of fighting. Understood. So I'm like, all right, well, this kid's a wrestler, so I'm gonna outbox him Got it. the whole entire fight. Got like it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick and move. When I land one of these big ones, I'm gonna put him out and I know that for a fact. And then he comes in and he makes me look like I've never boxed a day in my life because right. I'm so paranoid You're in his world and, now. and focused on him trying to take me down. Right. So now my mindset is like, all right, well Oh, oh shoot! Well, he's trying to throw his hands, but he's going to shoot for a takedown soon. He's right. going to shoot, and right. I'm getting lit up. Yeah, expect and then and then I've I've went in there and I've been like, all right, well, this guy's going to want to box, right. so I'm just going to out wrestle him. He's not a better wrestler than me. I know that he's not. Right. And then he's sprawling on all of my takedowns, right. <laughs> stuffing right. everything, right. tagging me up with the hands, making me look like I've never wrestled. It makes a huge difference what you have, what you train with in mind. Yeah. If, you really, if you're in boxing, right, you're only thinking about hands yeah. being able to be thrown. That's the only thing that you're legally allowed to make contact yeah. with at that level. Exactly. However, I've seen many professionals like even punch with the elbow. You know, let the, yep. that, let yep. the yep. elbow kind of come through and that's where you get your cuts and all that kind of stuff. So it, yeah. does, it does make a big difference with how you prepare because you almost have to unwind your training you're more like your mind yeah unwind all that all what you're expecting to get because you kind of take interesting what you said because it's like a bruce lee approach in there like that philosophy like you you're gonna box you're gonna outbox the wrestler you're gonna outkick the outkick the boxer you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, you take yeah. the complete opposite approach like i'm not gonna 
venture into their world where I know they may be they may have a, a little bit better of a chance possibly than I am in that realm. So let me just stick to what I'm good at here. And when they switch game plans, I move over here. And when they switch game plans, I move over here. Yeah. That sounds like so. What you're doing. So so what I do honestly, I just prepare myself the best of my ability. Right. right. And I go in there with my game plan. Like, listen, right. I'm gonna do what I have to do. Right. That's it. Like, I, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't care what he's doing. I'm going to do what I have to do. And then I'll make adjustments where I see fit Period. or what, what I need. And honestly, when I've done that, that's when I've won most of my fights. Um, Say that. Say yeah, that. So, so that's how that goes. But, yeah, but then, like, back to the whole situation with, like, my uncle and my coach and us getting back in the gym and yeah. training. And then when they called us for lion fight, we were like, all right, well, this is an opportunity. Right. This can either make or break us. I win this fight. We're signed with lion fight. And then from there, we're going to rock out and just do the damn thing. Just go. Yeah. Yep. And then if I lose, and then when I said that, my uncle's like, there's no lose. We're going to smoke this kid. Right. All right, let's go. There's no if in there. No if yeah. in there. Period. Um, Fight comes up. Bell rings. I go in there, and I beat the living hell out of this kid. Like, I Beautiful. mean, I'm putting on the best performance of my life. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> and then uh, from there, 14-fight uh, win streak, 13 wins by knockout. Um Got asked to fight for the world title at Madison Square Garden. Um, and fought at the Garden. Yeah, folks. main event. Fought main at event. the Garden, all right? Main event. Main event. <laughs> main. Um, which was honestly one of the craziest experiences. What was the what was the buildup like that? Like the coming weeks, the, 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 the like, Bro, walk me through it, you know, fight. That's, so, that's every fighter's so, dream, so, right? So the buildup to it. In the coming weeks and everything like yes. that, it was just regular not training camp. Regular training. Regular training camp. Nothing. Week of. Week of the fight. Knots in your stomach. St no, no, not even. Still same thing. Okay. Weighing and going there. Yeah. That's when it was like, ooh, oh, it's here. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I pull up at the garden, and it, this is the mecca. You're not this, stoic anymore. This <laughs> is this is the mecca. Right. The mecca. Every fighter yep. wants to be here. On that and stage. I go there and. My name is in lights, and my picture and everything is on the billboard. That's beautiful. At the Mecca. And what year MSG. was this, bro? This was uh, 2019. 2019. This is last year. Last year. Last last, year. last April. Wow. So um, so then I get there, and then I'm like, like I'm, a, yeah. I'm like Montclair is a small town. You know right. I mean? like, right. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a small town kid. Right. Like, right. I'm, a, I'm a hometown kid. Like, and right. I'm here at the Mecca. Your name up like, there. Like name in lights. Right. Holy did, shit! And did you ever envision Mama, that? Mama, we made it. Did you, did you ever envision that along your way, like when um, you started, like just, just not, not at MSG, not at MSG, not at MSG. Okay. I thought I was gonna be a big time boxer when I was a kid coming up. Like wrestling was just like fun to me. Right. So my thought was, I'm gonna be a huge boxer. Right. And we're gonna be in Vegas. Right. Doing it up. Gotcha. Partying every, that lifestyle. every partying, gotcha. living that life. That's what I thought. How much of how much of what you were saying? I'm sorry to cut you. No, how much good. of what you were? Because it's I think it's, this is the more important uh, aspect I think in, in the in the fighting game is the mentality and, and the influences that you have that are outside of fighting, right? Like your uncle, how how influential was he in terms of like your that win streak that you were just talking to me about? How much of that would you attribute attribute to him? Oh, all of it. Got you. All of it. Got I, you. Honestly, I wouldn't be like, so with me, I'm very, very, very family oriented. Yes. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for my family. And and when I mean family, not even just like blood, like my friends, like yes. people like you, like me and you are family. Like yes. I've known you since eighth grade. Yes. You know what I'm long saying? Long time. Long exactly. time. So, long time. So like it, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So you got to take the good with the bad. Yes. So like 
where I have gotten in trouble, where I where I have done the stupid stuff. Like it's not like I was ripping and running with people that I didn't know. Right. I was I was with my family in Pasek in the projects, right. the Aspen projects. Right. Like I was with my family over in Patterson. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it, my family always. It sounds so bad saying it, but like my family always knew that I was going to do something, right? And they always wanted me to do something. So, but they also knew that they couldn't stop me. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Whatever I was going to do when I was in when I was in Aspen Projects, when I was in Pasek, when I was in Patterson, when I was doing the stuff that I wasn't supposed to do, it was more so like they were along my side. Right. But if anything went south, it was kind of like, and I'm and I'm grateful for them, and I thank my cousins for that. But like, if anything went south, they were always like, "Well, we're going to make sure you make it up out of here before we do." Right. Right. We're going to make sure we we're going to make sure we're going to make sure that if anything happens, if anything anything goes wrong, whatever the case may be, we're going to take it before you do because you have something. So they saw you, they saw that in they you. They saw that in me. So I, so I love my family for that. So and even the same thing, so like I talk about my one uncle who got me to where I am, but then his baby brother who is also my mom's baby brother or whatever, um my, my uncle Derek, uh, he's incarcerated right now, but you know, like same thing with him. Like he was like, "Listen, if you gonna hustle, I'm gonna teach you how to hustle right, so you don't get in trouble." Right. But this right. isn't something that I want you doing. Right. But I'd rather you doing it with me. Right. Because at least I know I can guide you in somewhat of a way to gotcha. keep you from really going down that 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 dark rabbit hole that I've been in. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then he same thing. Like I did all that, but he would still make sure I was at the gym every day. That's important. I did all that, and he would still make sure. Hey, listen. You messing up in school, bro. Like right. I, I'm not the smartest, but figure something out. Like right. it, go get help, something, right. whatever, whatever right. you got to do. So I, I'm I'm fortunate enough. Like like I said, you you got to take the good with the bad. So That's I and I, I I'm man enough to say like I've made my mistakes and I've done some stupid things, but I've also bounced back and I'm I'm better for it. Hell of a bounce back, I say, my my man. Hell <laughs> of a bounce back. But families families become everything. You have kids now. Yep. Talk about how was being a dad? Because I'm a dad too, relatively new to the game on that too. But um. What, how much of being a father has influenced, if anything, your fighting style now or your perspective on fighting? Like, I think, like, for me, it's changed. Like, once I, it didn't really make sense until I actually saw my kid come out. I was like, oh, that's what's been cooking for now. Oh, it, it, it screams and it eats and it's like, all right, like, it's a 24 7 job. It's, but it's like, time for me became a countdown. Like, I was always like, all right, time is counting forward. I got lots of time to do the next thing. I got forever to do this. I had my son the other day who was like, I was like, yo, I FaceTimed him because, you know, I'm I'm working during the daytime. So I'm I'm hitting him up, FaceTiming him like 10 times a day, just checking on him. They, they yeah. need those mental checks. Yeah, of um, course. My wife is working super hard, you know, managing everything. So I gave him a phone call and I was like, yo, uh, go outside. It's one of my big things. I was like, yo, take time to go outside twice a day. Go outside. Like, you got a half hour break. Like, don't skip lunch, but, like, just get out there. Eat your lunch and run. Like, just be out there and, and do whatever you got to do. And they're doing great in school. Yeah. But I'm like, they, they need that 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 outside time, that vitamin D from the sun, the air. The, just the, You can't – they're in chairs, like, you know, for 10 hours a day sometimes, like, with this whole COVID-19 thing, yeah. which is crazy. But I, anyway, I call them, and one time I was like, yo, uh, I was like, how much time do you have to go outside? Like, you know, because I figured he's on break, and he's like, I have forever. And I was like, I started, I pulled over because I just, I couldn't help but laugh. And I was like, that's such a, that's such a, literally a childish way to look at time. Yeah. But it's like, we don't think about time 
anywhere near the same way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. on the other end of this table right now. I'm like, bro, I can't even understand what you mean by that. <laughs> like, what time you what mean? Like, do you mean what time? I'm like, 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 like every hour for me, like every half hour, I got to be doing something. Like, I should be doing yeah. this or I should be doing that. And I, I feel like now that as a father, um, me being you know in Taekwondo for so long and fighting for so long, it's like. I don't have a lot of time to do the next thing. Like, I feel like I, I have to like just make every day like really count. I got to really squeeze up that 24 hours, like ring it out because yeah. I'm not going to get that time back. I don't know if I, I'll be here tomorrow. And I didn't think like that when I was fighting. I was like, I got 20 hours to train. Like what I still trained hard, like the yeah. hardest I know of anyone that was around me at the time. But I was like, you know, still now that I'm here being a father, it's like I got I, got, I want to spend this time with my kid. You know, I'm gonna get hit in the face a couple of times. Fine, I'll take a. I took a punch to the nose from one of my lessons, uh, my private lessons, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, just straight to the face. And I was like, "All right, cool. Like that's just part of the game." You know, yeah, someone else may have been yeah. may have cried about it. So I, I thought I still had, you know, a little, little bit. Uh. The old me is still in there somewhere. <laughs> it's not just father, father lark in there. But um, now, nah, but how much of I guess being a dad for you, um, maybe changed how you looked at time or how you looked at um at, at fighting in general? I um. guess. Well, with me, yeah. like, I've been blessed with two sons. Yes. And both my sons literally are gym rats. I'm, I'm so serious. Following suit. Yeah. <laughs> like, my sons, my, my especially my, my, my three-year-old, yeah. my three-year-old is a psycho. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm Beautiful. so serious. But you're so, happy about that, yeah, which is like, good. I, like, active. I am. But, like, literally, mm -hmm. like, so, like, I'll put it to you like this. Like, we're in the house the other day, and we're, we're at my mom's house, right? right. And uh, I'm like, Mom, I'm going to run to the store real quick. She's like, all right, cool. So, obviously, boys being boys, they got into my old boxing gloves and stuff like that. <laughs> so, now my, now Grandma's had enough. Right. Everybody sit down and watch TV. Right. So, my 10-year-old is on there. He's flipping through the channels. And my youngest, my 3-year-old fat boy, is like, go back to Ninja Turtles. <laughs> right, right. 10-year-old's not having it. Right. Get out of here. Sounds like me. Yeah. You know <laughs> Get out of here. Whatever. Like, you're my little brother. Right. Sit there. Watch what I put on. Right. Without fail, my mom said, fat boy jumped off of the couch, made a beeline straight towards the boxing gloves, and put them on. Settling this right now. We're, go we're going. Right here. Right here. Let's do it. And my mom literally had to say to fat boy, if you think you were going to hit your brother over that TV, right. you've lost your mind. I'm going to hit you. And he, <laughs> and he, looked, he looked at grandma. And she was like, like she was like, she couldn't even put the fear of God in him. Right. Like he, right. he looked at grandma. and was like, right. And slammed the boxing gloves down, and then hopped up on the couch and sat there like this. And he's three. <laughs> he's three. That right there made me realize, like, okay, we got to do something else besides go to the gym. Yeah, we got to figure out how to balance <laughs> we, it. Right. We got to figure something out. I feel like the first thing we do is like, I mean, which is great because my it sounds like my daughter because she's developing. She's she'll be two next, like almost a month from today. And it's like, I can't believe two years went by that fast. From the moment I saw her born to now, I'm like two years already. But it's like, she's got a little temper. And I, I've got a temper. I, I got a storm in the blood that no one under, seems to understand in my family. I got yeah. I got different, I got a different makeup, right? Somewhere, <laughs> something happened somewhere along the way. But I, I got that, I got that natural inclination to, I like, I like confrontation because I like being able to settle it. Yeah. I had like, martial arts has taught me all the skills to be able to settle it. I can, we could, we could talk. 
or we could take a walk. I could do both. Either or. <laughs> I'm good. Either way. You, listen, I know you're good. <laughs> listen, my, my, I'm the same exact way. My older brother always makes fun of it and he says it because yep. we we have family functions and stuff and we, we call my uh, my aunt's house, we call it the den. Right. Because downstairs, my my uncle's got like a man cave. So boom, that's, boom. Where we, yeah, that's where we watch all the fights. We <laughs> right. watch all the football games, Absolutely. all that stuff. So like, Everything with me, like I'm, I'm very like aggressive. Yeah. All right, let like, you want to talk. All right, let's talk about let's, it. Let's talk. Let's do this. Let's competitive, do this. you know. So, yeah. so my one cousin is like, "Why is everything with you so aggressive?" And I my know. older brother goes, "My older brother goes, you know, the elevator don't go all the way up." Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I've never heard some, it that way before. Some, I guess, he's like something wrong with that's you probably know, I'm probably stuck know, on floor five somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. he's like, you know, the elevator don't go all the way up with him. He's like, I don't even know why you asking that question. <laughs> Look, see, he's laughing. He's laughing too. Yeah, because it's the truth. It's a very it's, unique it's, way it's to like, put that. Yeah, so it's like, so it's like, yo, like I'm not trying to fight you, right. but I'm going to get my point across. Right. And my and my family, you come on, yep. man, you yep. you know how how we are fighting families, as a, bro. As a, as a culture, as yes. black people yes, in general, that too. whenever that too. we talk, it's always who's going to get their point across first and Period. who's going to be the loudest and who's going to be this. Period. So I'm like, nah, you you going to hear what I got to say. Right. Today. Right now. <laughs> right now. Right now. For say, sure. Whatever. Uh-huh. So like, it's always been like that. But yeah, man, Um, as far as for my kids and how they, they if anything, they give me balance. Gotcha. Because my biggest problem was um, when I was training and when I would be in training mode, like aside from like when I was ripping and running, when I finally got myself together, I would get stuck in training mode. Right. So like I would be training 24 seven, So uh-huh. I get home and then when I get home, like I have fights on and I'm analyzing fights. Right. It won't even be my fight right. or it won't even be the opponent that I'm fighting. Cause like right. I said, I can't watch my opponent. It will just be fights in general. Right. Oh wow. He threw the spinning back fist right. from that angle. Oh right. wow. He did a spinning elbow. Okay. Right. Well he threw this kick and he did. Okay. That's how you throw a question mark kick. Right. So then, like I'm like I'm fully tuned in on right. that and I'm just it's like tunnel vision. Yep. And I'm just in for the fight. Yep. Like I'm in on the fight. Yep. And then uh like my sons come and then they're like, Papi, let's Papi. Let's let's watch something else. Right, right. But I don't wanna watch this. <laughs> Why just sitting there crushing the glass uh, you know, yeah. glass in your hand, you yeah. know, just like, crushing it. Like, okay, let's play Nintendo right. or let's play PlayStation. Like I got an old school Nintendo, bro. You're talking about the Nintendo with the purple stuff on it. Yes. Oh, so you're talking yes. about way back. Way back. Way, way back. back. I got okay. an old Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Yes, Super Ooh. Super Nintendo. And I got 60 games loaded into it. What you doing after we get off of here, man? We have to go play for a little I, I'm bit. I'm thinking Street Fighter. We have to put something on. We're going to sit there and get a we, record I got, I got Street Fighter in there. I have uh, Super Mario. I have everything. Uh, everything. Well, everything. Well, we'll be talking for sure once, we, once we're done. That, this is a, that's crazy. But <laughs> yeah. the temper is so... It's real. Like It's like you're... In a zone where you're, I guess I guess it's the testosterone is just all time high, like all time, like especially when you're fighting. Like when I was training, it was like it didn't even matter how how if I already knew if I was better than the other guy, I would still train like he was going to bring something I didn't know to the table. Yo, people you know what I'm saying? People don't understand. Like mm. everybody sits back and they're like, oh, well, you're mm. going to watch this dude. You're going to beat him up. You're going to do don't this. Don't say do that, that to me. Don't, don't say, say that, that to me. That. Don't say like, that. Like <laughs> this kid still has a puncher's chance. Right. I used to love when people would say that about right. me. Oh, he's a brawler. Oh, he's this. Because I am. Right. I am like I'm Puerto Rican and black, but I fight like a Mexican. Like I just I just come forward. Like I literally come forward. Like I know how to That's box. It. I know how to stick and move. I right. know how to get out of the way. I know how to use my front push kicks to get the distance right. and all that other stuff. Right. But like I get hit. And then I think I'm Julio Cesar Chavez, and I'm like, right. all right, well, let me walk right. you let's, down let's keep and let's let's do this. Let's right. do this. Um, so like, 
I, I like I, I I don't know, man. Like you just you just gotta. It's it's like focusing. It it's almost like yeah. that's the only like thing you, just, you can really have space to focus on. It's like yeah. like I always explain. I tell my wife all the time too. She's like, not everything's fighting, and I'm like, for me, it is. I see every yeah. I see everything through through this lens. This is like what I've been doing since. I mean, I'm only 32, so you figure I've been doing this what 25, 26 years, maybe yeah, 27. It's like that's pretty much most of my brain, right? Like yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's it. That's what I'm thinking. Like there's lopsidedness probably on that side of my head from from all that from all that in my head, but it's like. You know, this is the vehicle by which I kind of achieve what I achieve at, at particular points in time, particularly as an adult and a professional now. Like I'm teaching, I'm I'm teaching all the time. So that's this is how I get people to, you know, as I teach, I'm also breaking down life at the same time. Yes. Like there's got to be. Yes, I can. I should be able to teach you how to throw a kick and a punch. I could throw, I could I could be a striking coach for anybody. You could be a striking coach for anybody. I think the bigger impact should be what are you getting out of the translation from what we're learning? An application Absolutely. to your lifestyle Absolutely. and for your lifestyle like it's subjective you may be somebody that only works at night okay well how can you use this to you know, what can you use to focus at nighttime what can you you know do you have can i give you a certain set of footwork or a certain way to think about a philosophy is so much there's so much written about the philosophy on fighting art of war by sun tzu yes the sir. 48 laws of power i can keep going and keep going i've read all the books and i still have more to learn that's where i'm at i'm i'm at a point where it's like i don't again the clock is up is ticking since we're dad so it's like you know at some point we'll graduate to the we'll graduate to the next level um wherever that's going to be but it's like all about leaving behind now uh, uh, enough of a legacy not necessarily in the realm of fighting per se but i want to i want to leave behind all of the lessons i've learned from what i've gained from fighting and i think that's the most important so like with my kids that's where that comes in so like with with me like with my sons it's always leaving behind a legacy yes so with me when i was growing up watching my uncle box right. and wrestling and stuff right. like that and then like i said on my mom's side of family like when i tell you like everybody boxed or they wrestled like yeah. literally like my mom can <laughs> tell you stories about like my grandfather bringing all of them outside right. and putting boxing gloves on all of them and be like fight right like they like this is what my mom's side no of rules this is like just just, just go just whoever's go. out first just, is just next go. person let's because, go because even so my mom is from Patterson originally. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, and and then my grandparents came into a little bit of money, so she finished high school in Wayne. Understood. But like growing up in Patterson, like you had to fight. Right. At, like there was no ifs, ands, or buts. No about choices. Yeah. Like that that was it. Like that was yep. the end game. Like you you had to fight. So they all learned how to fight. Inevitable, right? Inevitable. Inevitable. So like with me growing up and seeing that, like yeah, I have family members who are very successful right. and and own companies and and my uncle was the captain of the fire department all that stuff but then i also have family that like struggle and to me it was like i had to fight right because i didn't see myself in school and getting a a degree and a master's and all that other stuff so i was like all right well the only other option i have is to fight like i'm gonna fight use what you have and now sitting back realizing how wrestling got me through high school right and when I got to college, had I really sat down and put that same energy into wrestling, like right. I was, because when I got to college, I was just over it. The translation, like, yeah. Right. Yes. So I was just right. over it. Right. So like, it, but had I put that same mentality into my college wrestling, I probably would have graduated. Right. And I would have made it through college. Right. So like with my sons, same thing. Like, athletics isn't the end all be all. Correct. Correct. This is just a segue to get you there. Right. Oh, you want to play baseball? Cool. Right. Like my, like my oldest son. 
you can tell he does kickboxing and, and wrestling and stuff like that just because daddy did it. Correct. But he's a stud in baseball. Gotcha. Like he, That's his thing. Yeah. Baseball is his thing. He's you in that. Yeah. He's he's a monster. Support him in that. Yeah. yeah. He's a monster in <laughs> baseball. So like with me, I'm like, dude, if you can make it with baseball, that's it. better than getting hit Get in hit the face. Yo, you're, hey, yo. You're going you're, you're gonna to make way more money than Big I've ever made. Big facts. No salary cap on that. We, yeah, exactly. You're going to make <laughs> way more money than I ever did. Yeah. So like go for it. Yeah. But at the same time, your education comes first. Of course. So like my son knows he comes home, he gets schoolwork done, and then- he can go do whatever. So you train he wants him to be do. student athletes. Student athletes. That's a, that's a very student that's a athlete. very important aspect. Student first, yep. then the athlete. That's very important. And even even and I feel like also like I love the town that we grew up in. Yeah. But I feel like that's the problem with Montclair. Montclair mm. doesn't go by the student athlete. Montclair mm. just athlete. Yeah. So yep. like with us, when I wrestle. I was a district champ. Yep. The moment I became a district champ with wrestling, it was just like, oh, well, Dwayne's the man. That's now. all Dwayne can that's, be. That's that, right. he's he's a stud. Right. So like, I'll never forget. Uh, we had lunch fifth period. Yep, I remember that. Come back from lunch, and I had geometry. So hated geometry. <laughs> hated. Use it all the time now, but hated, <laughs> hated it back then. Hated <laughs> it. But um, mm. I come back and I'm in the hallway. So as I'm I'm in the hallway going into my classroom. Or whatever, nobody's in the classroom. I'm the first person back there. Never forget this story. And this is what made me feel like I was invincible in high school. This story right here. Let's hear it. So, Cody uh, Roberts. I remember I him. Remember yep. Cody. Shout out to so Cody. Cody, Keith Conover, Ahmed Karim, and uh, Casper. Derek, yes, yes. Derek Jackson. Yes. They all pull up in the front of the school, gotcha. hit the horn, boop, boop. Yo, we're skipping the rest of the day. So I see him out there. I'm like, I bet. <laughs> Walk back into the hallway. On the left, there's my teacher coming up the hallway. Boom. To my right, there's a principal. Boom. So either way, I'm going to get caught if I walk past one of them. Right. Go back into the room. Jump out the window. I figured you did that. <laughs> <laughs> jump out the window, whole ass. Right. We're out of here. Right. The next day I come back. What floor were you on? I was on the first. Oh, I was like, you're jumping from the second floor. Yeah, I mean, we no, really no. got to reassess Spider-Man values here, right? <laughs> I just want to tell you. Right? So I, I I jump out the first. When I jump out the first, um, hit the ground, take off, get in the car, skip. <laughs> I come back the next day. They go, oh, Mr. Holman, uh, what happened with you yesterday? Oh, I was sick. I wasn't feeling well. Oh, really? So that's why you jumped out of my window? Cool, you got detention. Wow. Now, if that was anybody else, we would have gotten suspended. Right, easy. Parents would have been called. Easy, easy. All that other stuff. Easy. But easy. with me, because I wrestled. You were the champ. And I was the champ. Yep. Now champ. it's just detention. And right. then when I went to detention, it wasn't even really detention. I was playing on my phone the whole entire time. Right. You know what you I mean? You were catching so, up on life. You were it, like, all right, exactly. I have some things so, I need to slow so, down on. Anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it gave me that sense of. I'm invisible. And right. then when I got to college, right. that's when they were just like, oh, no, my brother. That, that erased. You, you are not invincible. Right. Like, <laughs> you just did that to get here. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And you wrestled D1. Like that. Yeah. Like what? Like I went, to, I went to Lehigh. I, I, didn't, yeah. I, I didn't wrestle. Yeah. I got my ass kicked. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Those are your words. I'm just, let's, I'm quoting. Let's, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> so the, the kid that was in my weight class yeah. uh, was a two-time All-American. Wow. Stud. So like I went up there and I'm thinking I'm this hot shot from New Jersey. Right. I got a partial scholarship. I'm a beast. A partial scholarship, which, by the way, my father like talked me into. 
You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like it wasn't it was like Lehigh gave me a look and they were like, Oh yeah, he's decent, you know, we'll we'll be in touch, we'll see what we can do. But right. my father, like, that's one thing I can say. My my real actual father, not my uncle, my real actual father, my father has the gift of gab. Gotcha. He can talk water out of a well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he's he's in there talking and got me a partial scholarship right. so now i get there i'm thinking i'm this hot shot right. i got a scholarship oh i'm about to smoke everybody i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that the kid literally like had his way with me like put me over his knee and was like spanking that like that like that nice like that. so now here it is i'm away from home right i'm in bethlehem pennsylvania the right. middle of Fucking nowhere. Nowhere. Yep. Yep. Nowhere. I can't wrestle. Right. I don't want to be in school. Right. Only thing that's left to do is drink and party. Right. So I was drinking and partying. Gotcha. And, and then thinking like, all right, well, I'm still like second string or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I got next year, he's going to graduate. I'll be on whatever. Gotcha. So this guy was a senior by the time. Yeah. He was, okay. Gotcha. So I'm like, I, I got next year. I'm right. going to be on. He's going to graduate. I'm not worried Waiting about Waiting for heads it. to I, roll. Yeah. I yeah. just got to, I just got to thug it out. Nobody right. else is going to be better than me. Right. You know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> then I got that knock on my dorm room. Yo, my man. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Have a good one. You can go home. <laughs> what was that? Because I, I wasn't going to class. Oh, I this is from officials. Yeah, yeah, officials yeah, like, yo. Yeah, they like, hey, mm. yo, hey, have yeah. a good one. Thanks for coming. Wow. Bye. <laughs> wow. And it ended just like that. Just like that. That's crazy. And then... um. And then, like, I didn't have the money. My parents didn't have the money to, like, keep me there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and even if they did, at that point, they were just like. I'm not paying for you to go yeah, back and do the you, same thing you was going. Yeah, was come home yeah. now, immediately. Right. So, right. And that's when I came home. So now wow. with my kids, that was my my life lesson and my lesson learned. You passing that on Yo, to Yo, man, check this out. Yep. We're going to get schoolwork done first. Quick. Before anything else. Right, right. Anything else. Right. It's about, it's about finding the balance for those guys, too. Because, I mean, I got, I got so the makeup of my house is I got, uh, my little man just turned six yesterday, but he's so cool. I feel like he's 20 already. Like, he's so cool. <laughs> smooth, so smooth. smooth. Like, I'm like, this guy's going to be talking to girls sooner than later. So I'm going to focus on preparing him for that stage but like right now so he doesn't hop in any trouble yeah. um and he's, he's got he's got the he's got he learned how to read in like two months like i mean like i was worried about him like that's the thing with kids it's just so majestical right like i'm worried yeah. about like i've had i've trained i don't know how many thousands of tens of thousands of people i remember one time i trained uh, uh this one uh lovely little girl it's how small the world is watch this I trained this one small uh, little girl. Her name was Taylor. She was from the UK, and she was visiting uh, our school at the time. So I was head instructor. So I was like, "Cool, like I'll, you know, naturally I'll take you." She had, you know, cool braids in her hair and everything. She was tough. Like she had the face of a tough girl, like not like a daisy. So I was like, "All right, let's see what you can do." You know, because everyone, you know, parents are going to say whatever they're going to say, but ultimately, I got to see what you can do. Um, and she was like real awesome, but she, her thing was she never fought before. And I was like, how did you get, how did you spend this much time in martial arts and never fight? Like you haven't, you haven't even sparred, never put on like hand gear or head gear or anything like that. I was like, I bet. So I started her off with like, instead of tossing her in fighting, I tossed her in a lot of drills. I was like, let me see what the drill, what the footwork is like. Let me see how you move your body. And then I graduate you to, you know, uh, a little bit of light sparring. She spent the summer with us like that for like maybe i say probably three months. And she ended up going back to the UK and I think setting a Guinness World Record for like like fastest knockout or something crazy like that. I had the email somewhere. But yeah. this little girl who like I ascribed, all right, well, she wants to uh, she wants to accomplish. She's here for the summer to accomplish this. I mean, I just, in saying that that's, that's your goal for the summer as a kid. I want to learn how to fight. 
cool. Like, cause I don't know anybody that, I mean, my kids don't ask me like, Hey, I don't want to learn how to fight this summer. That's not, that's such a huge goal. Mm -hmm. Um, and it takes so many years to like do properly. Um, but it's like but over there, my, my yeah. bad they cut you off. No, go ahead. over there, yeah. Their their mindset and their way of thinking completely and how they different. do things is completely, completely different. different. Like even I agree. if you look even if you look at um the pro boxer uh Vasily Lomachenko, yes. right? Yep. His father, he he sparred, he fought, yep. he won a couple of amateur fights, all that stuff. Yep. And then his father was like, All right, well, I'm taking you out and I'm putting you in Ukrainian dance. Yep. And he danced for like three yeah. years yeah. just to master his footwork and now he's dancing on all his opponents and now he beating the brakes <laughs> off of right. period just like <laughs> he's putting on a master class right um but uh it's just interesting like i mean she she did this with us for a couple of months. I, that's when i thought i was really dope at what i did i was like if i could produce that result and it's like we got the email from the parents like hey look at look at what we did and i didn't think anything of it i was like that's more it's more power to her for for concentrating all those months yeah. not power to me like that's cool you brought it to me and then after all this time this is three months I'm still living at home, and I go across the street one day, and who's across the street? Literally across the street from my house, this little girl. I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, are you walking down Grove Street? And yeah. she lives like, just on the corner of Christopher and McDonough. That's where we used to live. Yeah. She lives right across the street. She was staying across the street the whole time, three months. I'm like, wait, it's like our experience, like where I just met her there, kind of got watered down, and like we literally have been living, living across the street from across each other the that whole time. The maybe whole that's time. the energy I've been sending you. Like, I don't know. Uh, but I was like, maybe we were kind of like feedback, as like a feedback loop or something. But it's it's so interesting how when you set your mind to do something, culture has a lot to do with it too. Like yes. you were talking about that mindset over there. Um, what's the mindset of a fighter, you think? what what's the What's the key characteristic of a successful fighter versus an unsuccessful fighter, would you say? Um, has to be humble. Humble. Otherwise, what happens? Mike Tyson talks about that all the time. Yeah, how, when you're how not humble. humble and you think that you're like God's greatest gift to earth, like it's just like <laughs> any any other thing in life, you lose it all, right. or you just, right. or, or you get it. Well, in our world, you get a humbling experience, right? A yeah. humble ass woman. The, the, qu the quote from Mike <laughs> is like, "If you are in fighting, if you're not humble, I'm, I'm not get. I may not have it down uh, word for word, but it's something to the effect of." You know, if you're not humble, then fighting will bring humbleness to you. Yes, sir. And I, and I've seen yes, it. Sir. I've been a He's, part of it. Yes, sir. Same <laughs> here. Same here. All of it. He said that, and then the other realest quote that he ever said. He was like, "Listen, everybody got a game plan until so they get punched, punched in, in the, the face." Mouth. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's very true. But what did you think about his the Tyson Jones fight? I know we're, we're hopping hopping everywhere. Yeah, but, we're bouncing. We're yeah, bouncing. but it's but it's so. Um, but he's such. He's like. I think Mike is one of the more prolific fighters of our generation. Yes. Like I got so excited to see Mike Tyson enter the ring. Like I, I had. I get, I get goosebumps right now. Like it just. You, you know what's crazy? Hair though? standing up. Everybody says that. Yeah. About him. Yeah. The person that did it for me, yeah, Julio Cesar Chavez. Julio Cesar Chavez, and, res and respect. Uh, him That's... against Roger Mayweather, that fight. <laughs> he's. I think Roger said he must have. He said he tried to kill him in that fight, yeah. and he said his chin just wouldn't move. Wouldn't and at like, all. That's that's, at all. that's ill. That's My favorite Ill. fighter. Um, but like much respect. Yeah, like uh, you to be a successful fighter, you have to be humble. Right. Have to always be willing and open to learn. Start and start being and to start your career being humble. You mean like yes. have that lens, yes. not like be humble. Like hey, thank you, appreciate. It. Like literally, like no. in the in the intention of yeah. the fighter, be humble. Yes. Okay, you have to that be matters. humble. Have to be humble. Gotcha. Um, always be open and willing to learn. Like I said, yeah. I've seen a lot of guys come in and, and be like, "Oh, this kid is amateur, but he can't teach me anything." And then the amateur beat the bajabber out of him. Right, bang him so up. So like you, you can't think like that. So like just always be open. Always and. And if you're going to do it, go all the way. 
Do a hundred. Like everybody says, give a hundred percent. No, give two hundred percent. Like, like there's no if ands or buts about it. This is like you can play soccer, you can play football, you can play, you can play baseball. Going. You cannot, cannot play, play fighting. fighting. Can you say that? You can say that again. You bro. cannot Can't. play fighting. Cannot. When you, if you're gonna do this, you have to do it. Yep. You, you can lose your life in that ring. Oh, absolutely. There's an unwritten can, clause in there. You can use mm-hmm. you can literally lose your life in that ring or in that in that octagon where whatever right. wherever you're fighting in that cage, whatever. Right. You you can literally die. Has it changed? Has fighting in the ring changed how you um have you you've gotten into real fights outside of outside the oh. ring? I, I I mean, I Come have on. to ask you because you know, people Come don't on. know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I gotta put it out there as a general. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I know you have, but since but since then, let's like since high school, since I've known you, you know, started knowing you, and since our time apart, have you you've, I guess you've observed people get into fights on the street in bars. I've seen it plenty of times at at the uh, bar Deegans. I've seen people uh, scrap. I've seen people scrap on the way to bars in different countries. I've traveled yeah. a whole lot, seen all kinds of different ways to fight, and uh, fights start different. As like, how did that become a fight all of a sudden? Like, you guys were just relaxed two seconds ago. It really happens like fast. Hey. It's not like it's as dramatized and romanticized in movies. It moves yeah. at a real fast Quick. pace, and you can tell right when you train because you train people all the time now. Like, you can tell people who've been in a real fight before. Oh yeah, you can tell like oh, yeah. automatically off the, off the rip. Off the rip. Like, off the if you've rip. been if you've been in this world before, you know. You you you, you can know, tell you can tell from the person who's talking and been like, yeah, well, you know, I've fought this person, I did that, and right. and then when you get him in there to train him, and then you're like, you haven't thrown a punch a day in your life, right, or in ten and, years, and then, yeah, <laughs> and then and then and then you have the 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 woman who comes in, right. who you're like, uh, she's whatever, right, and she's in there cracking pads, and you're like, oh, you didn't. Yeah. You just spun the block a couple right. times, right? And she and she's also the one that's not doing the what talking, <laughs> talking, right? She's so, in there getting busy. So it's the ones that are like like really humble to it that don't put out you know the PSA that they they can do what they can do. Yeah, they just kind of show you that. Have exactly. you been surprised by anybody like in your in your um, time? Uh, <laughs> I went out to a bar one time yeah. and uh, I I was in there and of course you chilling doing whatever you yep. do and dude bumps me. Obviously, you know, words start going. So I'm not going to start a fight. I know what I can do. Right. But it just surprised me because he just looked like he was just your average hood dude. Thought he was tough. Right. And the one-two that he threw at me, boom, boom. It was a nice little stiff jab and a quick right hand. Right. Like, had I not parried that right hand right it would have been a long night oh you know what I mean? no it would have been, been a real long night because the jab hit me and my head snapped back perfectly and the right hand was i knew the right hand was coming oh. so i just literally just poop real quick just right. right out of the way and then when i when i moved it i was like oh Oh, he really wants to fight. Right, like, right. He oh, came. He came here oh, for this. He came. Yeah. He he wanted. He want to go. He's here. Yeah. So then. <laughs> so then. So then. From there, you know, obviously, you clear your space. And and one thing I can say, like all my street fights that I've been in, I thank God, and I'm and I'm one of the lucky ones where yeah. nobody had anything on. Yep. Them. Yep. And they, they and they literally were just legit dudes that were like, all right, well, I got a problem. We are gonna solve this and let's get busy. Right. So it was literally like he did that, and I don't know if you ever saw Harlem Nights. Yes, I have. Okay, so it was yes. it was kind of like a, a Eddie Murphy moment. Like he popped me, right. and I, I pushed him, moved him, and I was like, 
oh, oh, you want to fight? Right. Oh, you, oh, oh, you want to motherfucker? Oh, oh you no. here? Oh, you oh, here? You here. <laughs> okay, okay. And then I catch him, boom, boom. Right. And when I hit him again, like I said, it's like funny thinking about it now because I hit him, and when I hit him, like I hit him with everything but the kitchen sink. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I like I got 13 knockouts, so I'm like right. he's supposed to go to sleep. And he's still there. Right. So then it really turned into like, oh, Yo. I hit like a bitch. Yeah. Oh, well, you, well, well, you get ready to say goodnight to this bitch because I'm, I'm gonna put him out. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna get with him. I felt like that. I felt like that before because it's like there should be a point in the train. And, and, and you know, my concentration has mostly been you know, TKD Taekwondo. I spent a crazy amount of time yeah. there. But it's like it's the I'm just starting to learn. I learn more every time I teach. I know it sounds like a cliche. But I literally, because th- I spent time thinking about how I just taught. Like, what did you, what did you gather? Because I'm, I'm teaching someone else, yes, but I also want to learn too. Yeah. And I typically will teach myself something as I say. Sometimes my mouth will just go, because my mind already knows what needs to be said. So I'm, t- I'm talking. I'll say something. I'm like, but that didn't even, I didn't even think about saying that. It just came out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what I need to. Oh, that concept. And then you start spending the rest of your day like. Oh yeah, you're picking up your kid and you're like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. But going back to that point, like when you throw everything, when you throw the strongest thing that I know for I know I have two two or three techniques where if I don't hit I don't get you out of there with those, I have a problem. Legit problem. It's, it's a long night. It's gonna be a long it's night for me. Long like long night. night. Like I am limited. That's not like, you know, I'm 6'4, 220, 25 pounds. I can throw some weight on somebody, but if you know what you're doing with your weight and you can make me miss this or I can't get you, you're strong enough to withstand the power from the speed here, I got a big problem with you. Oh, yeah. I just know that. And I, I mean, I, most of my, because it's in stand-up. So like, it's either I'm striking, I got a very limited background with BJJ. I, I love it. I love it though. Um, but it's like, I've been exposed now. I guess BJJ helped me, helped expose my flaws in a sense. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, I was the superior guy up on the feet, so I could throw the hands. But then, once I got on the floor, I got submitted by someone 150 pounds. Yeah, 150 pounds. Yeah, I'm 200. And <laughs> at the time, at the time, I was 240 pounds. It's almost like a 90 pound difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You getting me to like almost? I've been put to sleep, legit. Yeah. Like out, like on the floor. My son, I took my son with me to cut uh, to a couple of uh, different gyms before I actually uh, settled with one in Manhattan. Shout out to Ronan Athletics. Um, Christian Montez runs that gym out of there. Um, but yo, I, I got I got submitted by people many times before I got to that school. And I was like, I thought my strength was enough. And I was like, I went in there with the mentality, like, I just want to survive. That's That was my mentality. Yeah. Just survive the yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going to kill someone. No, nothing. And it was like, <laughs> survive. We're, we're going to put you out. That's surviving. Like, yeah. you know, and that was, it was very humbling. Like, going back to the humility thing, like that altered my whole perspective on like it just I guess it elevated the humility to another level yes does that make sense how I'm saying mm-hmm. it so like of course. like getting getting humbled by your strike which I'm your hands I'm sure I'd be like damn but getting humbled by someone smaller than you and choking you and you're sitting there flopping like a fish yo it's like <laughs> and everybody else is watching you too like yo this big dude getting get because there's a stigma against us for being like you know I'm like yo I'm not Michael Myers like I can be like that I can stalk people when I'm standing up, but once I'm once I'm on your back, the whole game changes. Changes. Bro. Whole changes. game changes. Listen, man. So so Tell with me, me. Talk to me, kid. Talk with, to me. With, with me, like going back to that, like humility <laughs> and everything, and, and being humble. Yes. So like, I I come from a family where they will 
rip you to <laughs> shreds. Yeah. Like I got a family l- like that. Literally. Uh, like my family like is not one of those where they're gonna be like, oh well you did your best. Right, you. right, like, right. Nah, they're going <laughs> you, they, they, like No pat on the back for you. None of that. <laughs> they're going to rip you. So right. like I got put to sleep in a jujitsu tournament. Like I'm talking cold. Legit. Like legit out. I'm out. Yeah. Like yeah. on my on my back yeah. got caught with a rear naked choke, everything got That's put to sleep. That's the one that put me out first. My father <laughs> Swear to you, my father, <laughs> we got it on video and everything. My father came running down out of the stands. So right. you're thinking like Pop going to come over there and start snatching niggas up. Right, like, right. Oh, right. You, you, what? Uh, yep. No, my father ran down, stands over me, looks at me and goes, like as I as I come <laughs> to him, he goes, you all right? You lost. Get your ass up so we can go home. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there like. You embarrassed the Holman name. Get up. What? What, what happened? Right. You Get know, up so we can go home. You're like, that you dude's lost. already got his bag. Let's go. Come on, man. We've been on the mat 20 minutes now. Come on, man. That that relativity of time changes, too. Like, when you come changes. to. I remember telling my dad, because he's, he's very soft-spoken. He's not. He's not. Uh, he doesn't have the same demeanor that I have. Like, the. The. The willingness to counter the aggression. He's very kind of like I can I can do this the cerebral way, and he's like a scalpel when yeah. it comes to that. His mind is, is still is fascinating to me. Different, very very different. So he's he's been he's been a mentor even without even having a fight. Not even like in the in any realm of fighting. He loves baseball. That's his thing. Yeah. So I've been learning from someone for the most part that he's been he's been able to teach me too many things in life. But he's altered my behavior, my writing, and my fighting. He doesn't even know that. By just being able to give me certain lessons at certain points in time in my life. And some of these lessons are reverberations. We were talking about this in the car. Mm-hmm. Like how we talk to our kids now. It's like I see my father sitting across from me telling me the same thing that I'm now telling my little man. Yep. You know, and I'm trying to relay that message, you know, as best I can to him. But like there are times like I remember losing tournaments and, and it it's like it, you feel bad, but he's like, yo, only thing I got for you is ice, man. Like, I'm going to tell you what you did wrong. Here's some ice. Let's go. Like, you can still walk. You good. And he's like, grab your hands up. That's why you got hit in the face. Let's go. And it's like, it's like he understood all this already. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like, you know, so much of so much of existence is experience. Right. Like he's yes. like he's seen Mike Tyson fight in person. He's seen Michael Joy. He's seen all the great feats in sports happen. And he understands the basics. He never claims to be great at anything he does, but he's great at being able to dissect shit. And it's like, yo, it's awesome to be able to kind of, I always have a coach without necessarily having to have him do the same thing. Does that make sense? Got it. So it's kind of cool to, I guess, uh, I guess receive that, that level of support. Even after all these years, it's like, man, like at some point he's kind of been like, man, you still fighting 32. Yeah. You still fight, put yeah. it down. Of course, of course. That's always, that's always. Put it down, man. So, you know, I'm, I try to, uh. That's, I try. I try to live grandmother. my. I try to live my life through it. You know what I'm saying. You're doing the same thing. You said your grandma is like that. My grandmother's like that. Talk about that. My grandmother. Mm-hmm. My grandmother. We call her the OG. The OG. My, my grandmother. Way my, back. My grandmother says everything that a grandmother should not say and does everything a grandmother should not do. I swear. If She's I, the opposite manual. Oh my gosh. But my grandmother. My grandmother. Like she knows how to put it on though. Because this isn't yeah. my first time doing an interview or anything like that. Or gotcha. Like whatever. It won't be so, the last. I guarantee yeah, you that. Of course. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Mm-hmm. So, um, like when I was doing an interview for uh, MSG, that yeah. fight. So we're at her house now. So right. while we're there, we're sitting there and they're asking questions and right. all this other stuff. So my grandmother did. Everybody says I make my grandmother's voice and I do the exact impression. And if you know my grandmother, you like you can attest to it. But my grandmother be like, and we're sitting there and she's like, 
oh, baby, you know, you should just give this shit up. You just getting hit in the head way too much and just, you've been doing this. And I don't understand why the hell you do it. Why you so the next it? thing you know, the, the guy goes over and starts interviewing her. And the switch up on her is so quick. It's hilarious. Right. So she went from telling me I should give it up and I should stop. You know, right. like, yeah, well, you know, um, your grandson is going to get a nice paycheck after this fight. And, you know, he's going to make some decent money. And you know that's good. Oh well, yeah, you know I support him in everything he does. She's right he, next to you. He, she's like, yeah. He, he uh, listen. He's been wanting to do this since he was a little boy. Right. Okay. I fully support been... him. <laughs> you're like, like you just you just told me to give it up. She's like, like you're looking at her. She's pinching you in the back. You're like, why? Out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep, fully uh -huh, supportive the yep, whole time. Fully supportive the whole way. The I whole feel way. I feel like that's my grandma too. She's my very uh, she's very um. I guess she's cerebral too. I guess that's the best way to put it. So it's more like education, like stick to that. That that that's yeah. the way to do. That's the way to go through your life and make your money. Yeah, just cool. It's like that's just not everything that I can do. Like I yeah. can, I have a brain. I was like, I mean, it's a little rattled by getting hit, but I was like, well, you know, but it's there. Yeah, but it's, it's definitely, there. it's definitely there. It. I can, I can it. feel, I can feel some of those absent phases sometimes. I'm going throughout the day, like, <laughs> damn, what did I just think about? Like, I, I guess because I'm, we're thinking about so much. I think really it's more of that. I mean, because you, I feel like you would you would fight. I mean, you still have your face. So I feel like you have kept a defensive style to some degree to be able to keep everything in the right spots. You know, I've seen Mr. Potato Head dudes before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, the, ear, the ear is not where it's supposed to be. The nose is not where it's supposed yeah. to be. You know? Well, it's crazy mm. too. Like, so most fighters and everything like that, like uh, obviously in fighting, like you break stuff, you yeah. break your nose yep. or whatever the case may be. I've I've broken my nose three times. Three times. Never been in a fight. Wow. Ever. Wow. I broke my nose the first time I was in Florida. My older brother, uh, family trip. My older brother jumped in the pool, right. landed on top of me. I hit my head. I come up. Now I need stitches in my head. Me and him are fighting in the pool. Right. Little ghetto babies. Right. Like, <laughs> I go to get out of the pool, so I crack him. Boom. Right. I go to get out of the pool. When I go to get out of the pool, he kicks me. I go face first into the wall. Broke my nose. So now I'm in Florida, and I have pictures in Florida. I got stitches in my head with a Band-Aid. Right. I got the over the nose, all oh, that man. stuff. Black and blue. In Florida, 10. Second time I broke it, I was in a car accident. Car in front of us stopped short. We stopped pow. short. Boom. Got no you. no seatbelt on. Pow. Broke my nose. Ouch. Third time I'm at practice. My boy is doing bag drills and he's kicking the bag. Um, And uh, I literally, like, being an asshole, I get in front of the bag. Ah, like this. Right. Move. Ah. Move. Right. And he just launched Pop. it. Pow. Yeah. Pop. I hit the ground. Wow. I get back up. When I bounce back up, my coach is like, Grab your stuff. We got to go to the hospital. I'm like, why? I feel fine. He's like, your nose is on the other side of your face. Right. Yeah. You got to fix that. <laughs> and tonight. I'm like, I'm good. I'm right. good. He's like, we're going to the hospital. Just get in the car. Let's, let's fix that. Let's fix it. <laughs> get in the car. Let's, and let's just it. go. Like, let's yeah, just go. Breaking your nose is not a good thing, folks. So we're not advocating you break your nose. Yeah, don't. Uh, and don't uh, don't block with your face is something my uh, my teacher, Grandmaster Kim, would say all the time. So when you see get, people get hit. It's like they just wanted to block with their face that particular that's time. That's I was it. like, that's a good way to He's like, but just don't. <laughs> I, I wish I had that piece of advice when I fought at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah. When I fought at the garden, I wish I had that advice. He might... Don't don't block with my face. Yeah, yeah. I block with my face a lot that fight. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, uh, that's not that's not it a good thing. It wasn't a good look. It wasn't oh, a good look. What was your what was your corner like that now? You like I mean, you had lights on, you have everybody on you, you had to make weight. All right, so this is this yeah. is the best part. So yeah. again, like going over there was just nuts and insane, yeah. right? 
So now I get there and I'm used to whenever I fight on the card, like I'm not the main event. I'm not even nowhere near close to even being on the main card. Right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm like the preliminary, like the either the first or the second fight. Gotcha. So I'm used to going there. I got to tell people who I am. They got to take me to the locker room. I'm in there with a whole bunch of other dudes right. and all that other stuff. So now we get there. Me and my cousin are there. And the worst mistake I've ever made. This is my cousin from Patterson. Ain't never been nowhere in his life. Oh, no. Oh! Every other word out of his <laughs> mouth is the N-word. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. you made it. Oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. So now I'm like, oh, gosh. Just, so now, just a reminder for next time. So yeah. So now, so, now, so now we walk in. So we walk in. Yeah, you know who he is. You, you know what it is. So I'm like... But that's your hype man, though. Yeah, that's yeah, your hype yeah, man. He's giving yeah, you energy, he, he, though. He's big, yeah. he bigging me up. Yeah, yeah. So now I it's go important. in. So now I go in and I'm like, oh, I'm... And I'm trying to introduce myself, and they're right. like, "We know who you are, Mr. Holman." So now, when they say Mr. Holman, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on a second, I'm with my tie. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> who me? Me? You? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's um, huge, though, man. Yeah, that's huge. So then I go there, and they're like, "We'll take you to your locker room." I get to my locker room or whatever. Again, I'm used to seeing on the, the locker room door a whole bunch of other fighters' names. It's just my name, right? I walk in, so I'm like, oh, we're the first to get here? And they're like, no, there's other fighters here. I'm like, well, this is your where room. The other, where are the other fighters? Mm. Oh, no, 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 this is your room. Mm. Different. Oh. There are levels to this. There are levels. <laughs> then, then there's a buffet of food. So with the right. buffet of food sitting there, I'm like, it, I can I eat that? Is, right. that, is that okay? <laughs> is that, if we got to pay for that, I can't, I'm broke. I can't afford it. Right, <laughs> like, right. No, that's all for you. Eat it. Right. 90-inch flat screen, big sofa. I'm kicked up watching the other fights. Real. Now, shit starts getting real. Right. Doing the hand wrap. Right. We warming up. Right. Now we getting ready for the fight. Yes. Heart is boop, boop, yeah. boop, boop, Stomach, boop, boop. all that. All that. Yeah. And knots. I always, I always have to, it's funny, I always have to poop before I go out. Oh, yeah. Oh, always yeah. Have, I always have oh, to go. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. got to oh, go. Yeah. If, like, if I don't go, right. that's, uh, like, again, my superstitions. Right. <laughs> So if <laughs> That's I, part if, of your routine. Yeah. So if I if I watch my if I watch the fight and if yeah. I don't poop before I go, yeah, I gotta be as light it's, as it's possible. Not, it's not it's not it's not a good look. I love poop ten minutes before I go out. And I'm like I gotta go to the bathroom one, one more time. time. There's yep. always one more time yep. left. Maybe it's just us. I don't know. That's but, it. But, but so but yeah, so, keep going. So now so now mm. I'm like oh man like wow. So now we're ready. Gloves on, warmed up, ready to go. I walk out through the tunnel. As I'm walking through the tunnel, I can't even hear my music going. It's that loud. It's that wow. like the the place was shaking. Thunderous. From everybody screaming and cheering. Wow. And all the fans and everybody making right. noise and all that stuff. So now you're just like, holy shit. Then the next you know, my, my song is Nipsey Hustle. Right. Nipsey right. drop. Rest in peace. Yeah, mm. rest in peace, Nip. <laughs> Nipsey drop. When Nipsey drop, I'm like, yeah, eyes got bigger. Oh, yeah. You hear the music going, now yeah. I'm hyped. Yep. So I'm like, I bet. I know exactly what part I'm going to walk out to. I'm getting pumped. Let's yes. do this. Let's do this. I start walking out. When you walk out and they open up that curtain, and then you see all your family in the front row and the sea of people behind yeah. it. So like, they gave me 400 tickets to sell. Wow. And usually I'll sell about like 100. Bro, when I tell you Sold out. the whole City of Montclair, the whole town of yeah. Montclair pulled up to the garden at night to watch nice. me, bro. I, I like, 
I sold tickets to people that I didn't even know I sold tickets to. Right, to. right, all the way down the line. You, you, you know, get what like I'm I didn't even talk to you, but you here, cool, respect. Like, you know, like, bro, I like, haven't, I haven't seen you since, like, I haven't seen you since sophomore year in high school. Correct, what? it's been a long time. The whole hood was there. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So now, so now you got all that. You got that love behind you, and bro. And then you, and then I got my whole family there. Yeah. Like we talking, I have, I had my uncle flying from Colorado. I had my other uncle flying from Puerto Rico. I had like. Every like family, I had cousins from South Carolina serious. drive up here. That's serious. Drive up, so now I'm like, and that's not a little drive either. That's not, not a little, a little drive. drive. That's like half. At that's all. more than half a day at all. Easy. So yeah. now yeah. I'm sitting back, yeah. like, serious. Like you feeling the love though? I, I'm you feeling, feeling that I'm love? Feeling, I'm but you also love, getting ready to prepare but I'm for. Also like, all right, I got to zone in. I got to zone in. Draw that sword. In. Yeah. And then mm. like when I uh, my heart was racing, I was nervous as hell, and I got in the ring, and then out of nowhere, like. My my uncle that raised me, he's the reason why I love Spider Man so much. Yes, because he was in love with Spider Man. Yes. So again, like I said, that's my superhero. So my fight name is, is La Mano de Piedra. So yes. in English, that means the hands Hand of stone. stone. Yeah. So I'm so used to everybody cheering that, but this was two years after my uncle passed. Got you. So now all my uncles are there, all my family, everybody. Right. And out of nowhere, instead of hearing people cheer my name, I hear Spider, Spider, That's what's up. Spider. That's what's up. And then I have Spider Man on my leg. So yes. then I tap my leg and I kiss up like this. Serious about and I'm it. like, all right, it's time to go. Right. Like now is now is go time. Mm. And then that first bell rang, all them jitters, everything went out the window. And Loose. it was like, let's fight. Because you've done it so many times. It's like you've done you have to do it a certain amount of times to shake it. I fi- I figure like if you were at Madison Square, it's like, I don't even know how to I know all the methods to fight come. I feel like I wouldn't like that first round. I'd just be like bouncing. Like with what I know now, I'd be I'd be calmer for sure. But it's like that first that the initial couple of seconds that feel like minutes to you bouncing to in the me, ring. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and to me, honestly, I feel as though like I know everything to do. Like I know to fight calm. I know right. to, I know to use my jab. I know to use my push kick to keep right. the space and keep the distance. Right. I I know when to throw my kicks. I know when to do all that stuff. But that was my first time. Like I fought it in Atlantic City at the Borgata. I fought at the Harrods. I right. fought at all those places. But the Mecca, there's nothing like the MSG, Mecca. Man. There's nothing like it. MSG. So like even just hearing that, like no matter how much I try to fight calm that night, like like a loss is a loss. Period. Nobody right. wants to lose. Right. But like that night, I went out on my shield. Like I got stopped, and I'll be the first to admit it, it happens. I, right. I've knocked twice as many people out as many times as I've been knocked out yep. so I could care less yep. you know what I'm saying but like I literally like the, it, the nerves like even when I calmed down and it was like alright it's go time still up you're still, still, up. still like still up. Still you're, up. you're still amped yep. so like I knew the bell rang we came out Um, I threw a jab I threw a front push kick and then when I threw the front push kick he parried it and came back with a left hook and he came back with that left hook and he clipped me. I stumbled. And then that's when I was just like, all right, you want to fight. So right. let's fight. Right. And I hear everybody telling me, like, I, I heard everybody. Right. That's what I'm saying. Box. You hear everything. You hear everything. Right. Box, box, box. Don't right. don't fall for it. Don't fall for right. it. And we started brawling. He clipped me again. I went down. When he clipped me again and I went down, I took my standing eight count. When I took my standing eight count, all right, let's fight. I went right back into that fire. Because there was just so much adrenaline and right. so much going, it's so and much it just going like on. I, I couldn't. But you're built my, for it. Like, yeah. they, you do this yeah. for, to get to those yeah. moments like, in your life. Exactly. You know what I'm so I like even even when I talk to people about it now, like I've had I had somebody say to me, "Oh, but you got stopped," and I'm like, "Yeah, I got stopped, but I made it there." Correct. You, That's got, you got yourself you, to the platform. 
I was there. Yeah. That's something that you you cannot take from me. Not right. only that, but not a lot of people make right. it there. And you could do it again. I could do it and again you could if do it I felt again. like it. Yep. I could do it again. And that's if a I power felt in like itself, it. right? That that will how much does the willpower uh have a role in, in fighting from, oh, a lot. from your perspective? A the lot. willpower. Like when you've gotten clipped a real lot. bad or you've gotten uh you've gotten hit to where you like, you know, I don't know if I can make it's like the body has its own brain in a sense, right? Yeah. And your yeah. mind has to you know your brain is there, but it's like the mind is so much deeper than the brain, right? Yeah, I learned early on, and I learned this from my uncle and my coach. You, your mind registers two things when you get hit: go in and fight, right, fight or flight, or retreat, right, right. one or the other, right. If you retreat, there's nothing wrong with that, right. But this isn't the sport for you, correct. If you're like, all right, I got caught, let's fight, let's do this. Then you should be right here. Then this is where you're supposed to be. Right and, and and that's always been my problem. My problem, my biggest problem though is I know I have that knockout power. Right. So I get hit, and then my first reaction and instinct is I want to take his fucking head off. Right. Right. Like now I want to. That I first wanna, exchange, right? Yeah. That's when you. That's when you. That's I'm, when you can feel intention, right? Like yeah. it's not like we're not right here to spar and give a show for the people. Yeah. No, you have something personal against yeah. me right now. now. All right, cool. Bet. Now I'm like, oh, I. Right, you like, want to make sure my kids can't eat? All right, yeah. I got you. Okay. I'm in. It's on now. Right. All right, cool. It's on. I got you. Oh, and I'm bleeding too. Right. Oh, I want all the smoke. Right. <laughs> I love I that. Want, I want I all that. the smoke. Love that. Now you. Now you have to knock me out. Right. You have in to. In order to get me up out of it, here. It, that's the For only sure. way you're going to get me up out of here. It's the only way. Only way. Because if not, I'm in your face all night long and we're going to fight. Boom. We man, are man. going to fight. That's a that's a very, uh, that's a deadly mindset to have, man. How is that How is that translated, stepping out of the ring now since you're not fighting this year with the whole COVID process? How does that, has your, any of your, I guess your mental process that you take, into your fighting world translated into your lifestyle and how you do things this year? Like, have you have, made, have, have you had to make adjustments this year? Like, you make adjustments when you fight? Because um, COVID hit everybody, with like, like clipped everybody, yeah. like you say, <laughs> this year. Everybody got clipped somehow. Yeah, I know somehow, I got clipped way. big yeah, time. Yeah. It was just all about, I felt like the 2020 was all about the year uh, of making adjustments. Yeah. You um, know, how well you could do that. Uh, so being that you said making adjustments, yeah. um, there's a, a meme or a quote that's always floating around on Instagram, and I've seen it, and it's mm -hmm. like, if... COVID didn't turn you into a hustler. Right. It was never in you. Right. And that's real. That's real. <laughs> it was never in you. That's real. It was never in you. That's real. You know bro. what I'm saying? And um one of the things with me, like I've like I've always been a hustler. Yep. No matter what. And then uh like also like not fighting made me realize a lot of things. So like um I've worked with I've worked for Starbucks since 2007 right and i never realized like how great of a company it was right just because my mindset was always wrapped in fighting gotcha but now like knowing the things that i know like moving up in a management position because i am about to move up to a manager congratulations manager brother thank congratulations you, thank you, thank you. big time um moving up into the management position i make as much money on my salary because i get paid salary i make as much money as some teachers <laughs> like, that's insane, and that's, that's insane. and all I'm doing is, you want coffee, right? Right, <laughs> killer behind the counter, everybody. <laughs> you, watch out. You bro. you want vanilla in your coffee, or yeah. you want two shots of two shots of espresso? All right, cool, got you. All right, right got it. Like that's dope, literally, though. like that's it. That's dope. Like the investment in stocks, they give us stock shares at the end of every year, um, and then you can also invest your own stocks in it. Gotcha. So 
I have stocks invested in Starbucks. Very Things smart. that I would have never have thought about doing. You know what right. I mean? But just sitting back and actually like growing as an as an adult, as a human, yes. maturing as a man and, yes. and, and realizing that like, wow, like everybody everybody says fighting isn't gonna last forever and right. it's true. Like right. what what am I going to do? Like right. I don't have that college degree. What right. what am I going to do? I, I can't just sit back and be a barista my whole entire right. life. Like right. what what job what am I gonna do? Right. So like now I'm in the process of moving up. I'm about to be a manager. I have stocks in Starbucks. Um I became a personal trainer. Uh beautiful personal training, teaching people how to fight. Teaching. How can people get in touch with you for the personal training, man? I mean, this is like, I mean, this is a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity. <laughs> Only pro coming out of Montclair. I mean, it's pretty serious. Yes. Uh, oh. you. My handle on Instagram is Dwayne Holman 135. You can reach out to me there. Uh, email Dwayne Holman 88 at gmail.com. Uh, those are ways that you can reach out to me and yeah, we can touch base and, and set it up. Does anybody have to be like physically fit to start or do you have, do you have to have a background in fighting in order to do that? No. You're training general fitness. What do you, what, general, what do you general fitness? Okay. Um, if you want to learn kickboxing and boxing and stuff, obviously that's my specialty. So if that's what you want to learn and do, we can do that. Um, and no, you don't have to be in shape. Gotcha. You don't have to have any form of fighting background or anything like that. Beautiful. Listen, I, I can teach anybody. Gotcha. That, I'm, a, I'm a that mentality, too. I mean, people are going to have a lot yeah. of New Year's resolutions going into 2021. So I feel yeah. like our health our health this year has been most important. Mental yes. health, of course, yes, but, physical, sure. but the physical health. I think they complement each other. Like yes. Once you get the body right, it really takes the mind that much further. Because mm -hmm. you're only exercising for how, how much of the day. How much of that, but how much more but of the when day your body using, is feeling right? You know what I'm saying everything, everything else goes, falls into place. That's what I try to tell. It seems ob, it seems obsessive to some people. Like, yo, you're running this amount of miles, or you're doing this amount of push-ups. I'll train while I, I have my daughter so before I leave for work in the morning. I'll put the weight vest on after I run and hit push-ups in the bathtub. Like, just put my hands on the corner and just bang out however many I can. She comes in, kiss, kiss, back, fit another fifty. Boom, boom. I, I hit some, I hit a couple uh, push-ups in the snow the other night. I took the shirt off, went straight to it. I was like, "Yo, we should be. I should be moving." I yeah, that, that, that ain't me, Jack. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. I, I thought I have you on that one. Nope, nope, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. That's, that's where I draw the line. You different. I'm built you, different. You, you are built I, different. I will you say that. I will, I will I say that. I tell people all the time, they be like, yeah, you want to go outside? No, this is not black people weather. This is not black people weather. I'm not weather. built. Listen, this I don't is, like cold either, but mm -mm. I was, you know, yep. it's just no, something, something I felt like I had. It was an obligation. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, uh -uh. Ain't, ain't an obligation well, over here. Well, I, you are very smart for doing that you're much yeah. smarter than i am for sure uh because it, it felt i felt it the next morning i um, bet you did i did it was a little cold a little cold but that's all right i got i, I set a challenge out to a couple of folks i got them to do some stuff outside too but, okay um, okay but you know like we all, we all we've all been stuck inside i'm not an inside person no i have to learn i had to learn this year how to be inside and we have to look at everybody like everybody it's not like we're getting new people to look at in my house everybody i saw your face yesterday i saw your face it's, yeah, it's like you yesterday, yo, I saw you last yeah. Night. So you know, everyone's everyone that you know, everything gets a little tight. You know, we got a nice, nice apartment, nice second floor apartment. It's beautiful. We got lots of windows. It feels like, it feels like you have more space when everyone's gone. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but then when everyone's in there, I'm like, all right, I got maybe like five square feet of space, ten square feet of space, and you kind of keep that moving throughout. The, I'm like, just keeping my hands out. But it's it's been a crazy year with how with how uh, how how this has affected uh, everyone's personal goals for the year, businesses, um, plans. But it seems like you are on the right track and just keeping it keeping it chugging, man, hustling yeah, forward, bro, man. hustling it's, forward. It's crazy. Yeah. I've, I've made 
so much money. <laughs> <laughs> say that. Say that. I can't, I can't even like. I can't even sit back and like mm. complain. Like, right. like I've I've made so much money. Bills are paid. Yes. Everything. Like where people yeah. are like, oh man, I'm hurting. I'm this. I'm that. Like, right. I'm good. Right. Like I'm I'm absolutely and same thing. Like I am not a house cat. Like right. I cannot can't. be in a house. I gotta be moving. Outside, so man. like Outside. one thing that I can say that I love also about working for Starbucks, we have not shut down. So a yeah. lot of people have been like out of work or whatever. Everyone we, still needs coffee. Yeah. Mm. Us? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Boom. man. We flooded. I'm, I'm in there. Flooded. I'm in there. I'm in there. And <laughs> then the, and then the best part about it is like me and my store manager, like cool. Like I call him my big sis. Right. So like me and her, like, if I want to do a 12-hour shift, because right. my, my store is short-staffed. Gotcha. So, like, if I want to do a 12-hour shift, I'm in there getting it done. Right, Like, right. getting this overtime. Right. Then I leave from there, and then I got clients hitting me up, like, yo, I want to train, I want to do this. That's what's up, Now man. I'm going and I'm training my clients. Beautiful. Then I go home and I'm chilling. Right. Like, you can't complain. At all. I, at all. That sounds very similar to my day. That's how I set, that's how you kind of set up your day, right? Yeah. It's like to be as busy as you can. Busy as get you can. To it and get to it in the daytime. That's and then it. by nighttime, it's the, like, all right, I could be chill. I think the only thing that I can say that I can complain about this 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 year was the fact of I've been so busy with training people right. and, and working and stuff that I almost forgot to train myself. Understood. That was us. That was me at the beginning of the year and last year. So now mm -hmm. I'm like getting yeah. back to it. And Taking care of you. Because everything kind of exactly. has to come from you, right? Like exactly. like how much you can pour out in everybody else. It emanates from you. You can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. You really can't. You get it. It really, has, it. It really has to come from there. But that is, uh, that's incredible here. That, it definitely sucks for a lot of the businesses. I know a lot of people are closed down. Yes. Um, but I think people are going to come back on the rise. I think a lot of uh, the what we do with our physical health makes so much of a difference with, you know, the possibilities we can see, too. Like I've, I've been to a point where my, my, my school closed down in March, okay. um, mostly because of COVID. But it was like we no one had nine months worth of rent sitting around. Not at all. Anywhere. I, I just could. I didn't run into anybody like that. At least maybe that's just my maybe that's just my perspective. Yeah. I didn't run into anybody. Um, but we I've I've seen so many. I've seen places flourish. I've seen uh, places go down. Some places I walked past in my club where I expected them to be open and yeah. they're closed. Yeah. Um, um, I had to move. The Crosby, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yes. That, big. That, that restaurant. Big. That was an amazing bar and big. restaurant. Yep. That was a, a yeah. big staple for us when it, when it came in. Huge. And then they're, so I know the person who's the manager. Yeah. They're not out of business completely. I, they, I figured they they're, could they're, they're turning it into like more of a steakhouse, like New York City steakhouse type vibe. Understood. And they said that they'll try and be back open around like February, like late February, oh, early good March. Good to know. So we'll so we'll see good, how it goes. But like, even seeing them shut down, it was just it was like, big. whoa. That, was, it, that like, showed that showed me a little bit of something. It was like getting hit. Like I guess the town, you know, financially yeah. getting hit. Yeah, you know, by the yeah, by the because sure. I didn't sure. know how far that was gonna. How far sure. this thing was gonna extend, um, but it's been it's been it's been a great. I have to say, it's been a great year for me personally. I know, like I said, it sucks for a lot of people, but you know, my health, my family's health, everyone's been good. Uh, I've gotten myself back on track. Like I said, getting around to me. Cause I, that father weight caught up with me, bro. It did, bro. <laughs> Holy cow! I just looked in the mirror one day. You ever look in the mirror and you're like, "That's not who you are." Yeah. Like you can do better. Than yeah. That. You look like, in the mirror and you're like, "What?" The yeah. F like let's go. Like let's let's figure this out. And I, I remember. And I always tell this story. I remember sitting down when I was going through, you know, when we were all in, in the initial phases of the of the quarantine process, right? And I'm sitting down, I'm watching a movie every night with the kids. I'm like, this is great. Like we can I, I love watching movies with kids. They have so yeah. much to say. Yeah. They have so much perspective. I watch it really just so I can listen to them. 
and uh, everyone was quiet and chill. So I, I got to a point where I was sitting back, and I guess I had I had gained so much weight in my butt, bro, that it lifted me <laughs> off the ground. I was like, whoa! I'm like, I feel like I was levitating. I was like, hold on a second. I was like, this is no, no, no. We got to delete the Uber Eats app. We got to get we got to get on, we got to we got to get on the road tomorrow. And then it just started. It spurned a whole like journey for me, really. And it, like, and you realize like how hard it is for people that come to you as clients that aren't in the same shape as you are. The str- you kind of appreciate their struggle of getting to the where you where you are. Yes. While you're training yes, them, absolutely. That's where I that's where I got. And shout out to my boy, Coach Mike W on Instagram, Adventure Health and Fitness, located in Montclair, best gym. Uh, that that's out there really it really just changed he changed my whole perspective on and redefined being an alpha male and just in terms of applying my fitness to my directly to my lifestyle because he let me bring my kids i mean this whole process of shutting down he was like we we did socially distance workouts i mean we abided by everything um but he's been he's been tremendous I mean, he brought the kettle reintroduced me to kettlebells all that I stuff that kettlebell. kettlebell i saw you doing that this morning i, I, I knew i would catch kettlebell. you when i said that i love kettlebell. i saw you moving this morning so you train you train even on saturdays too right you train yeah. saturday morning so yeah. no there's no time. There's no no days off for you. You could train on Sunday. Anybody can call you. Anybody can call set me. Set it up. And I'm I'm willing and, to get it in. And it set it up. Boom. As long as, as long as it fits my my work mm-hmm. schedule and as long as it doesn't interfere with other clients that I have lined up for that day or or that specific time frame or whatever, we're good to go. Copy that. We're well, good to go. You sound like a captain, bro. I may have to come and uh, come and work out with you, bro. For well, real. Come, Big come time. get some of this work. I gotta get some of that work with come you, bro. You make it, I'm getting antsy right now. That car drive was long, so I'm yeah. thinking I gotta get up and move. <laughs> but nah, it's it's been great having you here. But we're, repeat again. Tell everybody else where they can find you, real quick. Um, for sure. So my Instagram handle is at Dwayne Holman one thirty five. Yes. Uh, email is Dwayne Holman eighty eight at gmail.com. and that's pretty much it. Um, if you reach out to me on Instagram from there. Obviously, I can give out my phone number and we'll further discuss and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, definitely reach out and um, thank you for having me, of brother. Of course, man. I appreciate of it. This course. was fun. This man. is this is definitely uh, it's like again. This is not. This is just the first time you will be back. I oh, know. Yeah, I know that. Sure. I mean, this is an awesome studio. Shout out to a shared universe yes, sir. podcast yes, sir. studio. Thank Made you guys. it all thank possible today. Um, if you need to find me, I'm at Master Chris Malarkey on Instagram. Uh, you can also check out my. Uh, Clothing launch dropped on November, mastercm.bigcartel.com. Uh, excellence should never be in moderation. Um, definitely a, a great quote from me um, on most of my stuff. Mass, you can find. There you go. My man's got it over see, there. I you do. see how we do it? We do, we do baby clothes, too. We do the baby clothes. This is my daughter's. She's, she's going to be wearing That's this. It. She's going to be wearing this on our first day of daycare. Nice. So they know, so they know who they their know father what time is. It they is. know exactly yeah. what time they it is. You put some hands on my daughter. You feel me? <laughs> and then I got, I, got, I got the big boy stuff, the big boy merch out. Shout out to go. my boy from ECJ Printing, Ray Jones. Thank you so much. So much for what you do my boy forever graphics eclipses hip-hop also located in montclair who's uh, i got his hat on right now he's done all of he the logo the 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 ideas all that stuff is spurned from from him he helped he was actually training with us this summer he's great so nice. i need to he's he's amazing but guys this is the end of episode one thank you for joining us this is the mastery podcast i will be back we're going to be doing one a month at least that's the plan uh keep looking out for me again follow me on my instagram master chris malarkey And stay tuned. We got more things coming to you. Peace. Have a good one.